Seattle's Morning News. Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien and Chris Sullivan. Will the Supreme Court give judges more power to overrule federal bureaucrats? Let's consult with former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Our conversation sponsored by Madrona Financial Services. And Rob, this involves a Supreme Court precedent known as the Chevron decision. Can you explain to us non-lawyers what the Chevron decision says? Well, the Chevron case from 1984 established what's known as the Chevron Doctrine, which says that judges should defer to federal agencies that are responsible for implementing federal laws like you know, the Clean Air Act, for example, when interpreting ambiguous federal laws. So the ruling was that the judges should defer to federal agencies when interpreting ambiguous federal laws uh, rather than just go in and interpret the ambiguous law themselves. And at the time, in 1984, uh, it was viewed as a check on judicial activism. Which brings us to the case that the Supreme Court is now considering, the case that might end up overturning this decision. So what that, what, is the, what does that involve? The case that the Supreme Court just granted review in, which could result in the Chevron doctrine being overturned, which means more power for judges, less power for regulators, is a case involving herring fishermen uh, on the East Coast. And it's actually a really good illustration of why the Chevron Doctrine has uh, fallen out of favor with a lot of conservatives. So in this case, there was a rule requiring that the fishermen have a federal monitor on board to make sure they weren't lying about the amount of fish they caught. But there was it, it was ambiguous as to who pays this person. Right. And there's no dispute about that. The fishermen are saying, yeah, we agree that the Magnuson-Stevens Act, named, of course, after former Washington U.S. Senator Warren Magnuson, requires vessel owners to make room on board their boats for federal monitors. But it doesn't say anything about the fishing boat owners having to pay the salaries of those monitors. Uh Aha. So the agency decided on its own that the fishing boats have to pay the cost of having those monitors on the boat. So they're saying that's not in the statute. If Congress Mm -hmm. had wanted the fishing companies to have to pay the salaries of the monitors, it would have said so. Uh So that's the kind of overreach that, frankly, some conservatives would uh, like to eliminate. Well, that's right. And and this case illustrates concerns that that uh, bureaucrats are given too much power under the Chevron doctrine and that they need to be reined in by judges. So we know this current Supreme Court isn't shy about overturning previous decisions. And now that it has a Republican majority, it sounds less authority. Are there but are there repercussions? How how big are the repercussions? I assume they go beyond the case of a herring boat here. Really, the question comes down to who. Who has to resolve the ambiguity? Who has the power to resolve the ambiguity in a statute? Is it the bureaucrat? Is it the judge? Before the Chevron Doctrine, we relied a lot more on judges. Now we have a lot more deference to, uh, you know, agency interpretation of ambiguous statutes. Uh, And in a world where federal agencies have pushed their authority farther and farther out, uh, you know, I think we're at we're at we've reached kind of a breaking point because federal agencies in an age when the president uses a lot of executive orders and a lot of rulemaking power have gone a lot farther than I think anyone imagined 
could have happened back in 1984 when the Chevron Doctrine was created. So if we're talking about climate change, trying to figure out which side to root for here, as I always do, I guess it depends on your your politics. Given that the judiciary is now uh, packed with Trump judges, it sounds like Republicans would rather have judges interpret these regulations rather than bureaucrats appointed by Democrats. So I think you're right. Dude. That's 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 one issue is you know, who are the judges? The other is uh, that, you know, conservatives control half of Congress. They control the House and they're watching the Biden administration push an aggressive climate change agenda, largely relying on executive orders and uh agency rulemaking and that frustrates them they want congress to have to make more of those decisions of course they know very well that if it comes to congress they're going to have more power whereas right now president biden and his appointed regulators have a lot more power Hmm. you know as far as i know the communications act doesn't specify which swear words i can't use on the air (laughs) <laughs> that the, that list was was made up by the FCC. So if the if the Chevron decision goes down, do you suppose we could find a judge who'd let me swear? Once I learn some swear words, of course. Well, yeah, it is possible. Of course, it really comes down to the statute, right? So how much authority was the FCC given? So if the FCC was expressly authorized by Congress to decide what words you can utter on on the air and what words you can't, that's fine. There's there's mm-hmm. no ambiguity there. Um, on the other hand, if Congress passed a statute and it included a partial list of words and the FCC has been adding additional words, then you got an argument. Former State Attorney General Rob McKenna. Thank you, Rob. Thanks a lot, Dave.